Break out the bubbly, it's the happy hour mini So We actually, uh, we got a bottle of wine uh, from our special guest Nick Shoda, who is here for the uh, Janet Jackson uh, podcast, here Hello. to celebrate the uh, new studio, as well as uh, also, I mean, and Taryn and I are personally celebrating because uh, we have over a thousand plays on the yeah. podcast. Is, and listen, like, it's like, it's for some, I know there are other channels that have like, well, I got 8,000 plays on a song, but listen, that's a song. We need a, a, a podcast that's often an hour plus. And I think it's very fitting that our first guest is here to celebrate with us oh. on the first episode we're recording since we passed a thousand plays. I know. So thank you, Nick. You I'm, were instrumental uh, towards doing it. It is an honor to be here. I am right. thrilled. I know. And here's the thing, though. Uh, if you're listening to Happy Hour Mini, so I take it you listen to part one and part two of the most contentious Chartographers episode we ever had. Yeah, uh, and that it was, was even worse than December. Oh my god! Like we, and, and, but the thing is that we dug into the discussion and the cultural context and all the other different things. It was intense, guys. I'm so glad Nick showed it is here. But now we get to loosen up. We get to rub our shoulders it's a little over. bit. It's over. We did it. I know exactly. And now we get to talk about the fun stuff. Including the first question we ask at the top of every every happy hour minisode. What is the worst Janet Jackson song? Um, so unlike our rankings, which included the the Janet Jackson and Dream Street albums, I'm it's kind of not fair to I, cl- include those. I yeah. agree. Because, because Two Is the Power Love is such an obvious choice. Yes. And, they're good. and, and Love just, and My Best Friend. Like, they're, it, they're, right. just, they're not strong albums. They're, and and she, she would never, I am sure she would not have recorded those songs if she had, had control, the actual point, control, the, yeah. the choice. So I think you mean control. My anyway, nominee, it, was dumb. You listen, it's not an actual <laughs> song. My nominee, though, is Carly Simon in Son of a Gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Carly Simon. Step poetry my jam. Coffee. Yeah. Fuck that song. Oh, it, it's such a good song. Ruined by her presence on that. Um, so my vote um, it, it would be this body from Twenty Yo <laughs> because it just yeah. it, it it just feels creepy. To, like the, <laughs> not the, the the lyrics aside, the song just feels uncomfortable to me. I feel like I'm walking into a haunted house and there are like ghosts that are going to be you know like trying to attack me or something and um it just feels gross and it's supposed to be a sexy song and it's it, like right smack in the middle of again 20YO you know and the, the celebratory of, album speaking of haunted houses quick quick fun fact on uh, the <laughs> song velvet rope uh she sampled the halloween theme right is that what uh, it is? yeah or the yeah, i mean cuz tubular bells yeah that whole thing yeah I, I mean, I could be construing things, but, like, my tubular bells, wasn't that the fucking theme for Halloween? Like, it's that same... No, no, I'm thinking Halloween is... But, yeah, tubular bells was even a horror movie. It's the theme for... What is it? Holy shit. Oh, well, we sound so dumb. Right, I know, anyway. It's okay, guys. It's the happy hour mini, so we've yeah. been drinking. Yeah. Uh, so that's totally okay. <laughs> it's all good. I know, exactly. Uh, my... Okay, yeah. No, go, your... go. I don't... I'm not sure yet. Yeah, there's a lot also, to choose from. Is that my worst Janet song? That's your instinct. Yeah, you that, can, that was you're my You're allowed instinct. to come up with okay. another one. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, mine is Thinking About My Ex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy, yeah. Easy Thinking About My Ex. 
the moment I saw it, I was like, there it is. Right there. Yeah, the the song it. I've been searching for. Yep. Because uh, yeah. Greatest X, honestly, while about the same thing and also terrible, is like a slight step above Think About My Ex. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have to throw some shade at So Excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, legit though, actually. Because... Uh, it's not the warm-up song that album needed. Right. No. So, again, the the celebratory 20 years of, of Janet's album, um, with the lead single being uh, this, this, like, again, bullshit. Whisper Janet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't fucking hear you, Janet. Just, like, speak, speak louder, Everyone, please. Everyone, well, she also does that at the, during the second verse of, uh, Doesn't Really Matter. You know when she does oh, that, yeah. like kind of that yeah. little like syncopated like. She like, really has. She's like pulled out the whispers a lot in her career. Oh and, no, she like, totally yeah. has. Oh, yeah. It is definitely a Janet signature. Yeah. And as well started, as signatures, as well as stopping early. songs in the middle of them for no reason. And that's it's the the whisper started. Really, I would say, I mean, I think she, I mean she's always sung as by the time. As soon as she learned how to really use her voice, which I would argue happened in Janet period, mm. um, she has been using breathiness to... That's <laughs> what it's called! I know. It's not called Janet Dot, that's for goddamn sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's, uh, she's been using that, that breathiness to n- not hide, but distract from her lack of prowess right. as a vocalist. Yeah. And and it's but, honestly it's so unnecessary because she's not Britney Spears. She is Janet Jackson and yeah. she knows how to fucking sell a song. Yeah. And when she goes all in, it's 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 still very impressive even mm-hmm. if it even if she isn't Whitney Houston. Right. She still she she conveys the emotions and she still like I really enjoy the timber of her voice yeah. and so and I, I miss that when she's whispering. Yeah. You know what I enjoy though. Uh, there's a moment in the All for You tour when she's in Hawaii, when she asks an audience member up on stage during which she sings yeah. uh, "Would You Mind," takes the audience member and I showed I I think it's a plant. I you know I don't know about you. Well, so, here's the thing about... Well, let's describe what happens first. Well, and let's... So, um, <laughs> Janet pulling people up on stage for her tour started on the Janet tour mm-hmm. in 93-94. Uh, 93-95. It continued with the Velvet Rope. Um, and in on the Janet tour, she basically, like, sat a guy down in a chair, gave him a lap dance. Uh, on the Velvet Rope tour, they actually, like... Tied a, a guy down to a cross to a yeah tight n- <laughs> to a chair <laughs> yeah to a chair and then um they the three her and two of her backup dancers uh, did um a pole dance yeah for him um and then on all for you they actually strapped him down like full body strapped him down and to then like a cross almost like an executioner's table yeah well and then in on uh, the rock with you tour rock with you slash rock with you depending on what yeah, the actual we, spelling is part two um uh they actually put him in a harness and like raised him up it was a whole it was like a whole mechanism so basically what you're saying is that tying people down on her tour 
got it more was a and more intense with each. Yes. She put them Precisely. in a bondage swing at the very end. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, and so did, with the dildo so she, Wait, are you are you saying she didn't sexually molest anyone during the Unbreakable <laughs> tour? No, she did not. She also did not um, uh, bring anyone up on stage during the uh, Never Once Up Close and Personal tour, which I also saw. But here's the other thing too. Here's the other thing too. When she brings that person up for all all uh, all free, she ties it down to the to the table to the medical table, but then she puts her hand right on the crotch, right on his dick, yeah. right on the dick. She rides him. She rides him. Yeah. Grinds yeah. up on him, head in the crotch, everything, Every and like iteration. full on like kisses him on the mouth, the whole thing. Yeah. And and so people does she though? She, Isn't her mic in the way the whole time? It's like oh, of, that's true. The mic is directly in front that. of her. She right. always she, teases she that. She teases. I don't think she actually like makes lip to lip contact though. That uh, that's true. I guess I her mic. Is, I don't know. I feel like on the um, like towards the very sure. end, maybe. I feel like she she at least like plants one on on the dude for a second. But okay, so so people have asked her. <laughs> Like, how do you pick the guy in the audience? And she always, she's very coy about it. And she says, well, there's always something that we look for. And, you know, my dancers always, like, try and pick the hottest guy. But there's always, like, one specific thing. And, but she won't say what it is. And I think... Nick shows theories. I have have two theories. Either it's totally someone that they have pre-selected. Like, a Janet super fan, whatever. Um, Or... Or it's someone that they randomly pick out of the audience... Um, who happens to be wearing some form of Janet merchandise that they may have purchased from the venue that night. Okay. Huh. Because um, I feel like... We're really the, digging into the conspiracy here, the strapped-down conspiracy. I, I could be wrong hey, about this. I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I may be wrong about this, but I think on the Velvet Rope uh, live show, the guy was wearing a, a Janet Velvet Rope t-shirt. But the night that I saw the show I don't think the guy was wearing any Janet memorabilia but he was wearing a, uh, an American flag bandana I remember that very specifically and I also remember reading on the message boards at the time that oh my god <laughs> yes yes I'm such a Janet nerd. Uh, anyway, I didn't know uh, it went quite that deep. Oh no, you were like a full. He goes fan. Listen, yeah. He goes deep. I've been a fan of this woman since I was seven years old, so it's like intense. Remember and, that photo yeah. you sent me today? And I we'll get there in a minute. All right, we'll get there in a minute. But I remember reading at the time that some people speculated that the same guy was brought up on stage in multiple. Nice. stops on her all for you tour so it could totally be like a, a, a thing that they yeah. do I mean he's acting very well yeah he's doing what he needs on. to do but also that photo you sent me earlier today also one more thing about pulling guys up on stage <laughs> I just have to say this there's footage on YouTube I've been down Janet YouTube rabbit holes so many times we're but, so shocked I know right so the original Velvet Rope live performance she actually kicked the guy off stage and brought up another guy Really? Which I think is interesting. And I don't know why. Um, and I haven't gone down that, that deep rabbit enough hole. rabbit hole to figure out right. why. See, anyway. my first thought yeah. is that in America, the country of litigation, any person that you are literally groping has signed a release form. Right. 
And so I don't know. If you they could have, have potentially him sign, him sign him after one yeah. quick right when you get no that 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 defeats the whole purpose. No, but what like if they in say, documentaries, they do that kind of thing all the time. They like film someone and then they're just like, hey, by the way, we signed this release. So that's, they'll blur that their face. allows them to use footage. This right. is like sexual assault. If, if there's are, a lawyer in this list of the chartographers, please get no, a hold of us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that or if, you, if you are going to if you are going to touch someone's crotch. Yeah. You need their permission, especially if you are, especially Ooh. if, but especially if you are like a superstar. Yeah. Like, even if they are a huge fan of yours, they don't necessarily want that. So yeah. You have like, to yeah. have someone remember, sign something. Remember Miguel at the Billboard Music Awards the time he stage dived and his foot accidentally hit that fan and slammed their head into the stage and they sued him. Yeah. Yeah. That but legit though. Yeah. I mean, that's shitty. Yeah. That really is. He should have been more careful. Like, I will say this, though. The girl's heady slime, well, she wasn't even famous, though, so he gets a pass. I, I, if memory serves, at the show that I saw, they took a... There was a good... There was enough time between the selection process, quote-unquote, um, and when the guy actually went up on stage and they strapped him down. Was it like that. a... Was there, like, a song in between? or like? No, but they took they took a very long time selecting the guy and then they, there was also a long time between when they picked him and when he actually got up on stage so it wouldn't if totally there, surprise okay, me then there could have been a like yeah. if you want to do this sign like and you then, have to sign and then yeah. there, there could i could totally believe that in that moment they're like this is what's going to happen to you yeah. and she kicks someone off stage because yeah. they, they aren't comfortable with yeah that. yeah okay okay yeah. but that photo you okay sent us. so for the listeners <laughs> Um, and also, I, I feel like that I didn't research this photo, so there's a part of me that is nervous that maybe it's not real. Right, and I agree with I understand that. But anyway, um, so my friend, I, I told my, uh, my friend Megan that I was, I was recording this tonight, um, and she immediately sent me, <laughs> she said, no, she said to me, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday, and she sent me a picture of Jermaine Dupree with a tattoo oh of Janet God, yeah. as as <laughs> the Virgin Mary tattooed on his body, and you can see his full body, like like it's arm like, in the air. It's like like on from his, the bottom yeah. of the armpit, like down to the waist. Yeah. yeah, and it's hilarious and amazing. And I, I also so thought terrible. I I thought several things. Uh, for the first of which is a that's amazing. The <laughs> second was um, it must have really hurt when. They broke up and B C. Did I, did I do A B and C? Yeah, you did. C. Yeah. <laughs> C. Um, Happy hour meeting's so good. C. Uh, um, uh, it must have really hurt when he actually got that removed. If he did get, what if? Oh my God! What if Jermaine Dupri totally still has a fucking Janet Jackson as a Virgin it. Mary? I hundred percent believe it. On his body. Sign up, Jermaine Jackson, a different Jermaine. Yeah. You know what he named his kid, right? Your Majesty. Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, is, is no, no, no. That's no. Yeah, continue. <laughs> sorry. I, mean, I just remember that David Letterman joke of it's like Jermaine Jackson named his kid Your Majesty. I uh, named his other kid. You're gonna get your ass kicked. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, along the same lines. It's a terrible joke. As part of Janet's writer for. Not Want to say her number ones tour? Mm-hmm. She said that if she had any comedians opening for her. They couldn't make any reference to her family whatsoever, and that included Your Majesty, Michael's child molestation, 
I mean, trials, yeah. like all kinds of stuff. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's just I, quality I don't, control. Right I don't there. think that's. I, I that's totally understand that. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, I I don't that's think a, it's egregious speaking, at all. Speaking <laughs> of outrageous, though, <laughs> but it's just the fun fact. Speaking yeah. of outrageous, Nibblegate. So we watched the halftime show from that year. We watched it, and it's, hey, that's a mess of a halftime show. Nelly. I was just thinking about this. Nelly, P Diddy, Kid Rock. Yeah. Why oh, the Kid Diddy, Rock? You're so fine. You're no so one fine. needed you Kid Rock. Mind. Yeah. No one. Yeah, not even no then. They didn't. Even even the ten million people who bought his album didn't want Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> he and he peaked as smooth like four years earlier than that. Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, but Janet, she opens the show, does a song, and fine, then she ends great. the show, and then she ends the show yeah. with Justin Timberlake doing his Michael Jackson reject rock with you, rock whatever that song is called. Uh, What's it called? Rock, rock your body. Right, uh, rock your body. Okay. Yeah, which Michael Jackson legitimately did reject, uh, which makes sense with the chronology of Justin Timberlake's life. What but if? I know. What if in an alternate universe oh. Michael Jackson had recorded Rock Your Body instead of but Justin But listen Timberlake. to Invincible. Oh my gosh, Nibblegate never would have happened. But listen to Invincible and, and it totally makes sense. Janet, yeah. Janet wouldn't have lost all relevance. But here's uh. the thing though. So then there's that thing and clearly A, Nipplegate, Justin Timberlake reached over, I'm going to get you naked by the end of the song, rips off her, you know. Her, her bra it, instead of her bustiers. But like it makes, it was yeah. totally, because there's a part earlier on when a dancer, one of the dancers is choreographed, she tries to reach for the exact same area, a female dancer, and Janet like, you know, bats her off or whatever. So clearly I feel like that moment was planned because also she has the nipple pasty right there. Like it's, clearly that was going to happen. That was, the, that was intended. So I'm not uh, sure it was okay. intended. I I've think, I think so she has the nipple pasty because she's wearing leather with no bra, and that's gonna chafe, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm I'm. But why isn't she serious. wearing a bra? Well, Legit. because you can't wear a bra with that outfit. It has open shoulders. And uh, I think that a lot of people Never argue that there now. was actually. So in in the analyses I've read, people have like done <laughs> the dissertation. People have commented on like. Justin actually holding that piece of leather with like red lace or red something attached to it. Uh-huh. So Janet's narrative after the fact about there allegedly being like a red bra that was supposed to be revealed may or may not be somewhat legitimate. But here's what's what the, the thing that confuses me about this situation. There's several things. Yes. One, Justin Timberlake got away from that whole thing on skate. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, um, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, no one ever was like, oh, hey, Justin, maybe it's not a great idea to, like, grab someone's <laughs> breast on national television on the biggest event of the television Right. Here. Like, where the like, fuck was the quality control for the Super Bowl? They had to watch that show, like, 80 times, right? Yeah. Like, well, every, every bit, every moment of that show had to have been pre-approved. Yeah. Like, so, the and and I I totally agree with that, which also makes the there's so many things about that, that makes, situation that, that makes, are totally for me that point makes the fine to like the network and the NFL make sense like yeah, not so much Janet right see that the thing is for me like it's doing, a terrible halftime show anyway. this, it's yeah, a terrible well, halftime show yeah. but doing this research week um made me like so f- f- like. 
reading about Demita Joe and 20 year old even if they're not great albums they mm. still should have been much more successful than they were yeah. and it just makes me it's depressing to read about it's depressing to like look at what happened to her career after that especially because of how common tits are on TV especially these days especially like, these days it yeah. just like it doesn't make any sense for someone that was so influential and so massively popular and so sexual in the first place right. that her boob coming out is what like took down her career it just doesn't make any sense and the publicity stunt element of it I, I go back and forth on it because there are certainly elements of the way that it was executed and the way that they talked about it both beforehand and people on her staff talked about it afterward mm-hmm. like there was a, a, a I want to say a makeup artist or a choreographer someone who was associated with it who, who talked about it recently on the, the anniversary, because we have to commemorate the 10-year anniversary of Nipplegate for whatever goddamn They released now for it, uh, 10 yo Nipple. Right, yeah. Um, who, who talked about it and said very specifically that, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to discuss whether it was uh, planned or otherwise, because that's not the point. It's like, well... Actually... So, so like, clearly you're, like, you're maybe so you're indicating that, that it was planned. totally planned. Yeah. But the thing that's confusing to me about that situation in the narrative of Janet's career is that there is nothing preceding that that indicated that she was someone who would pull a stunt like that. Right. She's right. not a stunt queen. She's right. just no, not. No. And and that's why it makes me feel like it, it could have totally been an accident. But then on the other hand, the way that it was talked about beforehand, they, you know, Janet herself, I think at one point indicated that there was going to be some sort of like there are going to be surprises or whatever. But and the I don't surprise know was, was Justin Timberlake, which they announced right before it happened. Right. The surprise guest, Justin Timberlake. And then it starts. Like, well, you just yeah. announced the surprise. That's stupid. And, and, and it's not a surprise. There was a certain... I, I don't know. There, there are lots of things about it that... It, it, it's... Either it was totally planned or, or it was totally not. And either way, uh, Janet has subsequently been completely disrespected by any number of people, including... Um, Michael Powell, the head, the chairman of the SEC, FCC at the time. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're it right. Was that yeah, his name? Yeah. Um, who, you know, went out and said that it was deplorable and all whatever kind of, you yeah. know, faux outrage, and then later said, "Oh, I really had to turn on the outrage for that one, more or less." And it's like, well, wow, that's kind of sentence. Great. And then the other thing that baffled me, I remember it feeling this way at the time. We're talking so much about this. Um, so of course we are. <laughs> Um, I remember thinking, so I, I was a senior in high school when that happened, and... I was a junior in college, we, or, no, sophomore, or freshman, and we wound up, I remember that happening, when I was watching, like, whoa, did that just happen? Right. And I was just like, yeah. could someone see if that's real, and like, ten minutes later, it's up on the internet, the yeah. then new internet, you know, in 2007. And I remember, I, th- I think I might have turned my head when it happened, or, and, and someone was like, was that, did she just pull out her boob, or, like, somebody said, was that, was, was that her breast, or, it happened so quickly. Right, it was, yeah. it was like, it was less nine than Nine sixteenths yeah. of a second, yeah. Nine, nine sixteenths, wow. Yeah. And the, that, is, that is what has been popularly reported. Yeah. To the, to the white shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And, meanwhile, sorry, I just have to say this one, the, and I remember thinking at the time, I was like, wait a second. 11 years ago, this woman had a picture of herself with a man covering her boobs, like her her 
jeans unzipped, like and nothing else. Far, far more unclothed than this nine sixteenth of a second that was nationally published, and nobody gave a shit. Why? Why is this a thing now? Exactly. Right. Like, why like, is that? None of this is a problem. It didn't right. make like, any sense. It wasn't a problem in nineteen ninety three, and it shouldn't have been then, and it absolutely shouldn't be now. And it, that's the thing is that it, that the, the the FCC is so much stricter on like broadcast than they are on print, right? Which makes no sense. Well, the FCC like, doesn't why, control yeah. print. That's a different thing. Okay. Well, right, yeah. but like then. That, that where, immediately where was, makes inconsistencies. Yeah. Where was the outrage? Where was all of that when... When she posed naked and, in 1993. And it also just goes to, to like, tell you... It, it speaks volumes to me about the way that people, A, just view women in general, but also, like, weirdly enough, view the way that women expose their breasts. Like, it's like, deal. you know, because it's like, like that, that nipple shield covered, like, a... a substantial portion of the of right. her boob. It yeah. wasn't even you know? <laughs> like, like literally literally on in the Super Bowl I, I feel like we see just as much boob sometimes. Yeah. It's just right. like a remember different like, part remember of like, it. Remember like 1999-2000 when Lil' Kim put out uh, How Many Licks that song and she's walking around yeah, in video wearing nipple uh, the exact same nipple type pastries. of thing. Yeah. And, and then she walked so out and she walked out at the VMAs in 99 with, with yeah. the, the blue And then there was that Jennifer Lopez yeah. dress from the Oscars you know that yeah. one that exactly that went down to her vag, yeah. No, if, I mean there was it was kind of see through too. That was the other thing. I don't but, know. It's, but, it's, there's uh, just a, it's a weird. It was, and yeah, at the time gosh. I think I can't remember if it was Jezebel or Atlantic. Some or, other, it was one of them. Yeah. One of them did a, a ten, ten, it, ten year anniversary of Nipplegate, whatever. Ten why? Um, yeah, ten. Remembering Nipplegate ten years after the fact. Yeah, like totally dissecting the the thing from her perspective and his perspective and how he was treated versus the way that she was treated yeah. and eventually like the conclusion that they came to was like uh, m- maybe what what happened was totally what was supposed to happen but clearly uh, Justin Timberlake got off way easier than she did and that's bullshit well yeah clearly the if it was intended the reaction was not what they were expecting yeah, yeah. especially yeah I, I feel like Yes, she never pulled stunt like, stunts like that, but if you think about it from the context of, like, I showed them my boobs ten years ago, yeah. and they were fine with it, then maybe it, maybe it was planned. And she was like, well, it's yeah. just my boob again. Yeah. Like, it's just boobs. But here's we, the, we're familiar right. with boobs. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the real question. Best Janet choreography. Now here's the thing: the gut I mean, instinct is rhythm nation. Rhythm, the rhythm gut nation. instinct is rhythm nation. But is the Miss You Much video better? Like I'm having a oh, tough I, debate nope. on that. Okay, no, okay, listen. No, the video isn't better. Better, but is the choreography better? Yeah, because the choreography on that is fantastic. Like that's the reason to watch that video. Yeah, exactly. The choreography is so solid. Shota has feelings. I have. Uh, I have so many, look. It's not look. Okay, look. I know we're not. You, you guys <laughs> have to give me this one. Is Weird. Um, the escapade choreography is garbage. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it. I think that <laughs> uh, we we did that choreography my first year in the Wisconsin Singers, the show choir, and it was like it. I, as we were learning it, I was like, "This is very odd." It was really fun to do. Yeah, <laughs> and it reads, but it's it's not. It's not right. Janet choreography. It's not like coming off of Rhythm Nation and Miss You Much for for escapade to be sort of like. I mean, but the feeling and is, shimmy, shimmy. I don't know. It's the like, feeling it felt is weird so much 
is so different, though. Yeah. Like, those... Ry- Rhythm Nation and Miss You Much are so powerful and hard-hitting, and Escapade is so, like, happy and, and like, oh, my yeah. God, it's... Literally, she says, we'll have a good time. Like, yeah. so the choreography is not going to be taking itself as seriously. I'm not saying that makes a good choreography, but it does make some sense with the song. Sure, yeah. Okay, I see that. I see that. All right. Well, based on the conversation we had before <laughs> this podcast, you're going to hate this answer. Is it if? The if choreography is the best choreography she's ever done in her goddamn career, and I don't want to hear anything else from you motherfuckers. Okay, I don't, and I here's don't, why. I don't hate the choreography. I, I don't like that video. So, okay, I think it's important, and I, I realized this a couple of nights ago. A friend of mine pulled it up on YouTube, and there are different edits of the video. Uh-huh. There's one that's, like, I guess maybe the original edit that totally cuts... It's. It, cuts out a dance portion well it's it's well yeah it cuts out a lot of the choreography and then there's an all dance version where the the focus is just the choreo and the choreo in that video does that all the time i swear korea took their whole model off of the if video it's it's, like because it's so good okay listen (laughs) let me tell you this When Janet fucking stomps down, open when the doors open and, and the then, curtains are and flowing, and she fucking stomps down her. those stairs, yeah. I'm in heaven. And when they do the breakdown, the the breakdown in if is like the sharpest choreography I think I've ever seen, other than Rhythm Nation. But it's the sharpest and sexiest choreo that I think she's ever done, and that's why it's such a staple for Janet fans, like. Even now, in like the Unbreakable tour, mm-hmm. you will see three bits of choreo. You will see uh, rhythm, the Rhythm Nation stuff. But even that is probably going to be a little. Uh, maybe that's a lie. No, ri- rhythm. You'll see Rhythm Nation. You'll see a little bit of Miss You Much, and you will see the breakdown in If, because that's like those are her iconic moments. I think her best choreography was from uh, the uh, What's It Gonna Be video with Busta Rhymes. I she was fantastic you know what? there in that. I know that this is your bus. apartment, but you can leave. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're I think you mean recording studio. Recording studio is what you mean. Oh, sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. You're a recording studio. Yes. yes. Very good, very good. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, any other closing shot of thoughts, uh, Sean? Have we... Um, what, I feel like there's so much to... I mean, yeah, do you, any other, like, really interesting stories you have to tell? The craziest Janet story? Her addiction to interludes? Um. And quaaludes. She did have a, a strange lawsuit that happened in the early... I mean... In early, uh, it was around, like, 2000. It was around the time that she got divorced from Renee Elizondo. Uh-huh. And her personal chef filed a lawsuit against both her and Renee Elizondo claiming that she obtained prescriptions in his name uh, that they both obtained prescriptions in his name uh, that were unauthorized and the doctor who prescribed um, was eventually reprimanded in some way and the prescriptions were for things like it was like antidepressants and like a hepatitis vaccine and maybe like something for I I don't know it was it was for things like things that you actually need medication for 
Not right. fun, not like the fun yeah. medication. Right. Um, which was interesting because I when I I did a little bit of a like a dig into that because it's all on smoking gun. Yeah. Um, and I expected something like provocative, scandalous. you know, like painkillers or something like that. But it was it was. Like, slightly embarrassing medications. Right. Well, the but, kind of things that, like, yeah. you don't necessarily want to have, like, in the pharmacy right. under Janet Jackson. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it, yeah. but also... My favorite story was finding out she was briefly married to DeBarge. I couldn't believe that shit. Can you feel yeah. the rhythm of the night? Mother, one of famous that DeBarge. Yeah. I could, and, then, and then she it was done, and she got that annulled, and like, bop. First time I, I fell in love, I didn't know what hit me. That was, that was. Fun. Yeah, what about? Oh, yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. And now she has control. Yeah. Because she got that control. shit annulled. Yeah. Annulled. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, guys, thank you, Dick Shoda. Thank, Thank you so you much guys. for being here. We got to talk yeah, about Janet you. for two and a half hours, and I, or more than that, actually, and I'm amazed by that. Terror. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that was, I mean, we went, uh, we went into, I had an idea of Janet going into this. I feel like this I know was, so much more coming out of it. I, I loved my Janet journey. Yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. I love that. I my know. Janet journey. Janet journey, yeah. That's really what this was. I mean, because like, like I said, journey. I knew, I, I, I think I knew probably like 15 Janet songs. Yeah. And now I know two hundred. <laughs> and and listen, but, but yeah. really, yeah. there's there's just so much gold here. Yeah. And yeah, it's been it's been really fun. And it's also fun to talk to someone who is like not as hardcore for who, so long. Who's not as like ingrained. When what am I trying to say? Who uh, who's does not have her music as ingrained as it is for me. You mm-hmm. know, because it's like oh, this is a different perspective. That's great. I love that. But wait, the podcast stopped. I didn't even get to come. Oh, okay. <laughs> and with that being said, okay. everyone is leaving oh, the studio. Jesus. Uh, okay, and th- can we click <laughs> for the listeners? <laughs> that's an interlude, or no? It's not an interlude. Yeah, it's part of a song on all for you. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh. So, all right, then. Still, some uh, Taryn left the studio, but I do want to say, Nick, shout out to you for being here. Taryn, thank you for being here, guys. Leave all of your comments, which I know you have, on the Facebook page, facebookcom chartographers and on iTunes and all the other places. Rate us on iTunes. We like that when that happens. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Wait, um, wait, more, more applicably. <laughs> yes. Is that the end? What? Oh, God oh, damn it. God, god damn it.